0: Hello, Internet. You're listening to the In Your House Comedy Podcast with
1: Katie and
0: Curvy. Now hold on to your butts. Keep your arms and legs inside the podcast at all times. Prepare to have an autographical orgasm in 3, 2, 1.
1: Hello all you sexy people and welcome to the KD and Curzy podcast, the show where we talk about all things weird and or interesting, from true crime to truly amazing stories. This is the mid-season finale, we will be taking a small break soon, possibly maybe a spooky Halloween special popping up in between, No, who knows, and we cannot do that until I introduce the musical my story of the KD and Curzy podcast. Oh, I can't read today, man, I, I, need, to, I need to just get with it today. You'll be but right. Please welcome my fellow beautifully big-headed bastard with a quiff that won't quit. Please welcome Mr. Aaron Kersey.
0: Hello, sir. Thank you How for a, you, a grand intro once again. It will sound great
1: in the edit. <laughs> I'll put fireworks popping up and everything, and I'll be like, "Yeah, it's the mid-season finale! Woo, woo, woo!" The house next week. Did you see all the stuff I got coming out week? Yeah,
0: you, it's cool, man. I like I like the little timeline. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Very. Uh, I really yeah. like it. Nice little yeah. breakdown of what you're up to.
1: Yeah, because we've got like, what is it then? So we've got today, obviously, the um Katie and Kersey and then we're having a little break for a bit and then Comedian Quiz off on Wednesday and then an In Your House season three premiere Friday and then I'll have another one coming out on Monday and that'll be like it for a few weeks.
0: Sounds. Looks good to look forward to them. I'll uh, make sure I check them out. I mean, I did yeah. anyway. I listened to the the, um, the comedy podcast okay. before. Uh, we even started this so i'll we'll make sure we're tuning in once again oh, cool i appreciate that
1: you're welcome you, you are one person i always notice like like, like it or something I always yeah, appreciate
0: that. yeah that's fine <laughs> i do, I do so, my best <laughs> uh what have you been up to this week then man uh not a lot mainly work no, nothing interesting man <laughs> really, myself, myself. this planning planning what i'll be speaking about on this uh ah, yeah, bit of bass band practice even though, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, try and socially distance it if we can, but I they're imagine this. Yeah, yeah,
1: how many are in your band? Only three. Oh, okay. That's not as bad. Only three.
0: You go five yeah. don't you, normally? Uh, mothers, mother studio. Uh, ah, mother, yeah.
1: mothers. Yeah, Indeed, mothers so a Vette,
0: UU. with a U, with uh, So you've got a lockup there. Um, senior... oh, you got one of the lockups. Yeah, one of the lockups. Uh, um, I know one of
1: the, the lockups. Supposed to be a lot nicer, aren't they, than the um, actual rehearsal rooms? I have heard that. no,
0: quite a long. I'd say the other way around. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd say. Is it a long around. waiting
1: list? Is that what it was? There was something um, about. Mothers. We you know, were trying at one point.
0: Mate, I know. I, I know when I tried to start a new band, uh, there was a waiting list and there was barely anything there. So we ended up using the rehearsal rooms, which yeah. it turned out to be a lot more expensive because yeah. it's pay as, you, pay as you play sort of thing. Yeah, but yeah, there's only three of us, which is great because our guitarist is our lead singer and a drummer, yeah. and then me. Yeah, so nice and easy. I'd-
1: that's exactly the same setup I had with D B ten and we had our that's own right. for that time too. It was really nice with the three of us, you know, you can have a proper little circle going on. Too. Yeah,
0: definitely. Well, little um, circle
1: jerk. You been watching any programs lately?
0: No. Um a lot of YouTube, man, you know me. That's where we got yeah. Most of the information from full our Podcast and I spent no a lot of time watching stuff on there or reading Reddit. Um well I was gonna say, what have you been up to? Anything? interesting oh what
1: that was what i meant to say
0: actually yeah uh not interesting i've been rewatching watching gotham this week though oh i love that show yeah
1: so like got, got a lot of bad press i was watching something and they were saying how bad it was i was like i like this
0: it's a bit cheesy um oh yeah but you know it's batman like you know it's batman origins what more more do you i want? love
1: the the penguin in it man the penguin man penguin and riddler
0: yeah they are great in that show i, I really do like it, it. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't mind rewatching it. I have I did finish it. Um and it does take a dip, I will say. But I am noticing that now I'm on season three and I'm
1: noticing yeah. it starting.
0: So like it goes back up around season four. I think there was five seasons altogether. Mm. There was, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah. Oh that's cool that you're watching that. I love that show.
1: Yeah, right. banging. And I right after that I was thinking about watching a uh, Prison Break again. Oh. But oh oh first... I shouldn't say that now though, actually. Oh, take that back, take that back. What, Take that what, back. Doesn't happened? matter. What's your story, Aaron?
0: Oh well, I'll make sense later. Oh okay, okay, interesting. Well, <laughs> we—I uh, mean, I, I would love to have found a segue for this um, <laughs> to th- this week's episode, my friend. But I, 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 not... I,
1: I let, let, Let's try it again. I did Leanne's program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good, man. Just a load of drinking, random alcohol. Okay. Answering questions. Uh, where,
0: where's Leanne from? Is, she from? is she from Birmingham?
1: Um, I think so. I think so. Okay, interesting.
0: Because yeah. mm. my my story this week is based around there
1: in Birmingham. Yeah.
0: Wow, that was a natural segue. I know. Well, it's yeah, actually we got, it's, it's actually we got so there. We got,
1: in Hagley we was, got but, uh, wait, um, is it who put? Someone in the elm tree,
0: the witch elm, yeah, yeah,
1: okay. I like the story. Please yeah, don't, yeah, yeah.
0: I can't remember it. I just remember the title. So, on 1943, four local boys, and I'll name them as well uh, it was Robert Hart, Thomas Willits, Bob Farmer, and Fred Payne. Uh, were I think they were poaching or doing some sort of playing about as young lads do around those times. Uh, Did you know playing, that?
1: You, did you You probably do know that like the kid that's called farm for example do you know where old family names used to come from
0: hmm go on go on your job ah okay job so, so Pharma, York,
1: that's, farmer that's, that's that's why smith is the most yeah. known english last name because the blacksmith
0: blacksmiths okay
1: yeah interesting and, i did not know that um adam uh, like an, I know adam fletcher that's from um uh, bow and arrow thing interesting yeah loads of them, man yeah
0: I'm learning as I go as well. So-so. <laughs> <Anyway. laughs> that's all right. No, as I say, it, it took place in Hagleywood. Um, part of the uh, Hagley estate, belonging to Lord Cobham, of all people. Don't know who he was. but um, So near to Witchbury Hill, uh, when they came across this um, the Witch Elm, um, yeah. thinking it would be a great place to hunt for bird's nest. I think that's what they were doing, the bird nesting. Um So they're they're looking for those. Uh, Farmer, our good friend Farmer, attempted to climb the tree to investigate further, um, and as he climbs, he glanced down into the hollow trunk of the elm and discovered a skull, of all things, a skull in a witch elm. Uh, So, Uh, Which is a big ass tree, isn't it? Yeah, like, it's just uh, another term for a large elm tree, and it just sort of... its Yeah. Overflowing with all the uh, it, it's um, prettiness,
1: <laughs> prettiness. So, actually, then, isn't it like wartime, we probably like most of the place probably looked like shit back then.
0: Hmm, 43. It probably looks better than it does today. They're probably newer back then as guy. Well. well, yeah, but I suppose they would have to be newer, yeah,
1: yeah, back then. okay. I guess, but, yeah.
0: So, he actually thought it was an animal skull of all things, um, but you would. After viewing it closer, he saw human hair, human teeth, realising it was actually, of course, a human skull. Um, they were actually on the land illegally. Um, so when he took it out uh, to, to like look at the skull, he then put it back in because he they were like worried about getting he caught. Took, he took it out? Yeah, so he took it I mean, out. That's
1: bad enough on its own.
0: Looked at it and thought, shit, that's a human skull, and then put it back in.
1: That would not be my first inkling. I see a human skull
0: and I would think anyway. I'm going to
1: pick this up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Run away. Phone or... police. Well, I'll go to the, the nearest uh, telephone box.
1: Even though you're always a suspect when you ring in um, a murder or even find a skull like that. So I don't even yeah. know. If I'd, I'd
0: ring it. I'd. I suppose with these being remains, So yeah. um I suppose I wouldn't suspect them too much, but yeah. So I think they, uh, eventually went home didn't tell anybody uh, anybody anything about this um, once once they did get home I think they felt guilty and um, so they all felt uneasy about what they'd witnessed and decided to uh, report it to the parents so at th- that point that's where you know good old uh, police force get involved um, so when the police actually checked the trunk of the tree they found almost a complete skeleton so I'm guessing when um, it was Farmer, wasn't it, who found the skull. He probably just saw the skull, took it out, didn't look for the rest, and was like, oh, oh it's I. a skull. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> but where's the body?
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so they found um, uh, a complete skeleton, as we say, uh, with a shoe, one shoe. Don't know where the other one was.
1: Well,
0: oh. Must have went wondering. Uh, oh, a, a gold wedding ring. Um, some fragments of clothing as well, so fragments? yeah, I oh, suppose it
1: probably wore away as well, yeah,
0: yeah, like little bits of material on there, as you say, yeah. probably wore away. Um, the skull was um, clear evidence in that it a- actually had some tufts of hair, as noted previously, and um, actually, of course, had the set of uh, human teeth as well, yeah, uh, but a Is few were think- miss- missing as well, also. Oh, okay, yeah. This so, up a
1: good point and I, I can't remember if it's this it was on an episode of one sold when they were talking about this mm. and I, I didn't feel like it was this episode but it might I have know. been um because they were talking about how does hair on a skull
0: yeah stay yeah a, stay on it no, that's right
1: yeah. i don't get that
0: because it's, do- it's it does this it would disintegrate um over time i think it's where it's sitting though I don't yeah. know. it's just weird. It's like, weird, and we know that like it's your scalp that hair comes from, and the follicles yeah. are in your skin. You can feel it. You know yeah. it's not
1: going into yeah your skull, into your skull. But, yeah.
0: but yeah. It, it, it bring it brings up a point as Have you ever seen like those like Indiana Jones films and like like the dead bodies of like all Goonies as well, and they've got hair on there as well. So Na- I'm going to go
1: out on a limb though, and I'm going to okay. say they might not be real.
0: I don't oh, want to. Yeah. I don't
1: want to b- burst your bubble. They might good, not be real. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> but there was one film where they apparently used real skeletons, didn't they? Uh, they
0: Poltergeist. Was... That would have been Poltergeist. No,
1: um, it wasn't Poltergeist. I, think, I don't think.
0: I think they were too expensive to buy. Yeah,
1: uh,
0: fake ones, and they used real skeleton ones, and that's oh, why I they, they think Poltergeist is a cursed film because they use like real Oh, human
1: oh Okay.
0: Yeah, okay,
1: yeah, yeah. That was
0: yeah. the first one where it's like a sinkhole, and there's like a they're in the yeah. mom stuck in the water, and like these pe- like skeletons just go.
1: Whoo! Yeah, yeah, they're all like around there and that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. I think it was cheaper to get them uh to get real skeletons rather than fake ones. It's from so. like a
1: student medical thing, wasn't it? They got think like, yeah, yeah,
0: probably to yeah. someone. They. Like, university or something like that yeah how fucked I up
1: know. is that actually cheaper to get
0: real ones and that that's messed Absolutely up crazy i suppose the materials uh used for like fake skeletons like that's far too expensive yeah
1: they put in some design to make them yeah. all you have to do to make human is fuck that's, this,
0: that's it that's bunk in I'm, the glass and i'm, for I'm one. glad i'm glad you know that and we're doing science on this show now <laughs> and that is how big it <laughs> i made anyway where yeah. are we? <laughs> so, um, after further investigation, um, they actually found the remains of a hand, um, a skeletal hand, um, <laughs> some distance from the tree. It doesn't actually say where in oh. most of the cases. Uh, and I don't remember this being... I found this information as a sound read it, um, yeah. and w- wiki, but it doesn't say where like it was actually, actually found. So, yeah, weird. Well, anywhere than in the tree is weird i guess really mm, yeah um so i think they did some forensic examination i suppose it would have been very basic back then very very basic oh,
1: yeah maybe uh, they could try and tell when they might have died and stuff like that but that's probably about it isn't it
0: yeah, yeah. i suppose yeah. they've got some idea yeah but they don't know who it would be. Um, yeah, yeah. They've
1: got an idea in regards to when you can look at a dead body and you see what happens to it over time, so you mm-hmm. then get an idea when you look at this body.
0: That's about mm-hmm. it, yeah. That's right. That's right. But I think it was um, a professor by the name of James Webster who did the examination, uh, quickly uh, worked out that it was actually a female who'd been dead for at least 18 months. Um, placed in the time of death around um, October 1941. That's very specific. Wow. Fair play. Oh, yeah. professor. Um, he also um, discovered some sort of um, item in, in her mouth, suggesting that she'd actually died from suffocation. Um, so it looked oh. like it was placed in there. And from the measurement of the trunk in which the body had been discovered, he also um, explained that there must have been she must have been placed there still warm after killing as she could not have fitted once rigor mortis had taken hold of yeah. the body. So gives us an indication of how it was placed there. You know, police looked into this server and um, could tell from the items found with the body, uh, what the woman may have looked like. Uh, but with so many people reporting missing during the wall, as we mentioned, it was, yeah, it's a war. Yeah. 43. Yeah. 43. So, yeah. um, records were too, well, it's, it's, impossible it, to find out yeah. who this person would be. Absolutely. It'd be
1: like it'd be like everything's going bad now, you know like we're keeping track of everything. Back it would be like this twenty five five back then.
0: Oh absolutely. Yeah man. The cross reference all the details they had with reports of missing persons throughout um that particular era. Oh, sorry, that particular area. Um, <laughs> but none of them seem to match the evidence. Um, I wrote this. Uh, <laughs> I was laughing because I didn't notice you make a mistake either. Oh, so fair enough. You Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, So in addition to this, they um, contacted oh. dentists um, all over the country um, mm-hmm. since it, the, uh, I suppose, dentistry. You know, dentists can use records to sort of yeah, track. Yeah, how they person, do is isn't it?
1: Yeah. Even now, still.
0: It, yeah, it still happens today. So mm-hmm. I guess it was very, very similar back then. Probably not as intricate and um, not as much information that they can use, but. Yeah, they'll probably just, they'll just have like sketches, probably more than photos. That's right. You know, that's the... Very basic. But in 1944, and this is how the story um, gets its title. So a graffiti message um, uh, related to this mystery appeared on a wall in Upper Dean Street. Who put Bella down the witch elm, Hagley Wood? This led to investigators bringing up new leads, tracing who Bella could have been. Other messages in the same sort of form appeared as well, like who put Bella in the witch elm. That's where that one comes from as well. Um, since at least the 1970s, uh, graffiti has appeared in um, Hagley near the uh, woman's body was discovered, which asks, as, as I said there, a slightly modified, who put Bella in the witch So, So okay. a few variations of this uh, yeah. question has been uh, placed as graffiti on yeah. certain areas. So You can
1: imagine it would catch on after a bit, like... If someone's done it, it could catch
0: on then. But that mm-hmm. first person—that's the, the interesting one. Yeah. What do they mm. know? Yeah. Which um, leads us to our theories. Actually, Ooh. nice little roll into it there. Oh, I like your cup—it's got your name on it. Yeah, it's got half my name on it. Kind of.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hey, need, to, oh, need to get some uh, KD merch. So I'll show you this. There we go. That's yeah, cool. It's what
1: I got for doing that thing. I got a personalised glass for doing it. That's cool.
0: Fair. <laughs> should get some some branded kd and Cursey ones hell yeah and then when we're like doing that our, our chats just start drinking out of them together
1: that'd be a damn good idea actually yeah
0: so as i say we it leads us to our theories yep. and we, we like theories on this show i like theories. everybody loves theories um in a radio 4 program Actually, uh, they're,
1: they're, they're, they're like
0: Just to clarify, they're not theories, they're actually hypotheses. Hypotheses, what a word. I haven't used that word in ever. (laughs) (laughs) In a Radio 4 program, first broadcast in August 2014, Steve Punt, great name, suggested two possible victims one possible victim was reported to the police in 1944 by a Birmingham prostitute. Uh, in the report, she stated that another prostitute called Bella, who worked on the Hagley Road, had disappeared about three years pr- um, prior to the when the skeleton, uh, skeleton remains were found. The name Bella, or Lou Bella, suggested the graffiti artist was probably aware of that uh, the identity of that victim, uh, or the killer as well.
1: Oh, was that the first time she was called Bella in that graffiti then?
0: um yeah so in in 44 i think that's when they started appearing the graffiti message yeah. So there was it, nothing
1: on her body that let them know she was called bella they just started calling yeah, the Bella.
0: yeah and i think it was it brought up uh within the last six years of yeah, information yeah. that was brought forward um a second uh hypothesis <laughs> <laughs> Not a until it's there and it can't <laughs> be food wrong. Uh, came from a statement made to police in 1953 by Una Massop, uh, in which she said that her ex husband Jack Massop had confessed to family members that he and a Dutchman called Van Rout had put what? the woman in the tree. Uh, Massop and Van Rout uh, met for a drink at the mm, <laughs> let, <laughs> let, le, l- 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 Arms, i uh, in Le Temptan. Le Temptan yeah. Arms. Um, later that night, uh, Mossop said the woman became drunk and passed out while they were driving, and that the men put her in a hollow tree in the woods, the witch elm, uh, in the hope that in the morning she'd wake up and be frightened into seeing the error of her ways. What? what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. What? You cannot make I hope, this stuff up. Um, hopefully, someone has. Can you imagine that? Like, Just just going out and being like, oh, she's a naughty girl, I'm going to put her in a tree. She's got to the...
1: And then apparently her arm fell, her hand fell off and yeah. she
0: got suffocated just because... Yeah, interesting. Mm. <laughs> um, so uh, Jack Massa actually uh, was, was confined to a Stafford mental hospital because he had recurring re- dreams of a woman staring out at him at a tree. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh fucking! Hell.
0: Sorry, I, well, shouldn't, laugh. I shouldn't laugh. Oh, you that, should. <laughs> you it's, should. This is brilliant, isn't
1: it? <laughs> oh, tree—it's <laughs> coming right for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's coming actually, right for
0: me. He actually died um, in the hospital before the body um, was actually discovered. Uh, so the likelihood of this being correct. Um, is questioned because Una Masop did not come forward with this information until more than 10 years after Jack Masop's death. So oh. I guess that, that this is why uh, it's all speculation, isn't it, with stuff like this? Yeah. I don't, we'll, we'll never know.
1: Yeah, it's not very reliable if it's taken that long to come forward. No.
0: Uh, another story actually comes from an MI5 declassified file about Joseph Jacobs, uh, the last man to be put on um, into... Um, sorry, to, put, to be put to death in the Linder Tower on the 15th of August, 1941. Okay. Uh, uh, apparently an agent uh, parachuted into Cambridgeshire um, in 1941, but broke his ankle when landing and was soon arrested by the Home Guard. Uh, on, his, um, on this person, they actually found a photo um, of his lover, a German, German cabaret singer, an actress named Clara Berel. The uh, Borer, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Borella, yeah. Her. Blah. Clara. Um, Jacob said that uh, she was being trained as a spy and that um, he had made contact. Uh, she might have been sent over to England after him. However, there's no evidence that Clara actually parachuted into England. Uh, and several witnesses described that Clara was around six foot tall. Uh, while Bella, sorry. Bella, uh, was five foot tall Um, in September 2016.
1: Why would they just assume it's her anyway, just because she parachuted into somewhere?
0: I suppose because um, if she's parachuting into England um, and maybe something happens, she gets stuck um, and she crawls into a witch arm because she wants to
1: (laughs) As I say, they they, they go from her her parachuting, so naturally she must be the one stuck in a tree. Yeah. Not on a tree, which would make more sense. In it a would,
0: tree. It would make more sense if she stuck in a tree and died in uh, yeah. in a parachute. That I don't would know, make hanging. Hang because it, it can happen. Yeah. Um I suppose if she had that landing um and she crawled in the tree for warmth or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> I, mean, I like uh, to think if she was parachuting she'd at least have a jacket on though.
0: Well, it's true. To keep her warm, and then she could use the parachute as um, a blanket. Yeah,
1: true, true. Yeah,
0: so yeah. But in in um, September of two thousand sixteen, it actually it was actually determined that Clara had already died um, in Berlin, uh, December nineteen forty two. So there she was already go, dead. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So it can't have been her. So an, another story. This is our uh, another one. Hmm. There's many to this. I think there's a couple more. Maybe one more. But
1: just with that. With that one, just then. Yeah. They didn't even know for sure that she had come and parachuted into nope. England.
0: They nope. were just saying she might have. She, she may have done. She may have done that. Uh, I don't know. So
1: this person and in, in Germany during mm-hmm. World War Two just. They're like, well, she could have come over and parachuted.
0: Why yeah, she, she, she was a spy. She trained to become a spy. She may have come to England. She may have not have. Well,
1: she, they might as well just <laughs> picked any German soldier out and said, well, it could have been him because, you know, he they could have, have come done. to England. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck?
0: They could have picked anyone out of this lineup, to be honest. I just said and, it was yeah,
1: Anyone who's not. Any. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> However,. Another story, in 1945, uh, Margaret Murray, um, I think she's an archaeologist, yeah, an archaeologist from uh, University College London, um, proposed a more radical theory, witchcraft. (laughs) (laughs) Where (laughs) Where the severed hand was consistent with a ritual called the Hand of Glory.
1: Well, witches were known to be around Birmingham. I think were, and,
0: and I think this is where the confusion comes with who put Bella in, in the witch elm. So a witch uh, elm is, is a type of elm tree, and it's spelt differently. It's y, yeah, sorry, yeah. my w- spelling y w i t c h. That's it, yeah. rather than w i t c h. So, yeah, um, so yeah, called the Hand of Glory after Bella had been killed by gypsies during an occult ritual. Um, oh, so they
1: think it might have been gypsies acting as witches doing well, like, a. And which? I, witch- I thought at first you were talking about like they were going to say it was like someone on a broomstick or something, but that kind of witchcraft that did happen, so it, I can it, believe that.
0: It's um, it's a it's plausible, isn't it? And you know, the thing that they stuffed in the mouth could have been, I don't know, an offering to, to Satan. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And then in the mouth. I don't and know. And
1: even more so, flower something in the mouth, and also wrapped in the earth. Yep. you know consumed in the earth mm-hmm. as a um offering to satan or whoever they
0: think of this you know yeah or whoever their leader is you know but yeah. I, I quite like that one so cut up a hand shiver in the tree yeah and it, the, the first one that actually
1: addresses the hand
0: yeah it does it actually does so no evidence, though, but, yeah. so far for me that one's like hmm interesting yeah uh, last one, last story. Uh, in 1953, another story surfaced, namely that Bella was a Dutch woman named Clara Clara Bella Drunkers. That's a brilliant name. <laughs> um, killed by a German spy ring consisting of a British officer, a Dutchman, and a musical artist for knowing too much what she knew. I don't. I don't know. Um, and why was
1: this group pre- formed? Tell you, no. It sounds like the beginning of a terrible joke or a racist joke.
0: <laughs> a Dutch woman no, sorry, a British officer, a Dutchman, and a musical artist walk into a bar. Walk, says into, a walk into a witch elm and say, "Get in that mm-hmm.
1: grave." <laughs> there seems to be no logic for what
0: is there. Any logic behind this? Nope. Uh, okay. Well, so, well, so, done, so here we go. <laughs> Available records and evidence were unable to support this story. There we but go. naturally, it must have been an Englishman, a Dutchman, and a fucking hyena. I'm just, it, it, every time you say it, I feel like there should be an Irishman after because that's how yeah. the books normally start, don't they? So, <laughs> what
1: would I just assume that? <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> it's like t- the same uh, with aliens, <laughs>
0: yeah. the, the, the theories are just you know quite um, uh, vivid, aren't they? Vivid imaginations They're and. Like that. I, I do like the. Uh, it's interesting to. I do. I do like the parachute one. To be fair, like it, it, you know, it could happen. But I think my favourite one is the um, the the, um, the rituals. Yeah. Um, Considering
1: we already know the parachute one didn't happen.
0: It's true. It's it, very true. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it could happen. Apart from the fact it didn't. It can happen because that person was already dead. Um, so it didn't happen. <laughs> um, I just kept imagining a parachute
1: and just going like the trees, the trees like down here. So she just goes and just sh- like
0: giving the trees somehow, yeah, like straight into the oh no, don't do that, yeah,
1: like bouncing <laughs> or
0: something. <Like> <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, did you know? Um, recently it's been confirmed that the original school an autopsy report had actually been lost by the police. I, I didn't know oh, that. Jesus. Um, so an artist, re- um, an artist reconstructed this. Ah, okay you know that photo that i showed you of that
1: uh, which one first did you say
0: so if you did a school first so i just wanted to show you what the school looked like carl
1: it has literally got like like a chunk of hair or something on the side in it
0: yeah, yeah so i don't even know what that is but yeah um yeah so as you can see in school nothing you know not familiar about that, It can't be mistaken for an animal skull. You can oh, see no. a little bit of hair. It looks like a kind of a, a leaf up by the eye as well. Um
1: It could it, be, yeah. But then again, actually, that's not hair, because you wouldn't have hair there.
0: Yeah, in the eye. In the eye yeah. socket. Yeah, so it can't <laughs> be the, hair. In the nose.
1: Some <laughs> it, it might be some of the hair from the head maybe got lodged in some mud and just
0: stuck Yeah, there. it's probably stuck on it somewhere. But... Apparently, um, they actually did a um, a reconstruction of the skull of what this person would would actually look like, and I think it was undertaken by um, someone from Liverpool University Face Lab, John Moore's uh, Liverpool John Moore's University, uh, and this is what she could look like. Oh.
1: <laughs> it's just weird. I'm t- I'm just trying to get the concept of how they do that. It's one of the things I always find a bit I weird.
0: L- I would love to see how this is actually done. Um You can see her teeth are overlapping at the front. And yeah. it, it's annoying because with the the uh, image that we see of the skull, we don't actually see it head on, do It's only like from the side. Uh,
1: so you yeah. can see the one kind of sticking up though, if you look.
0: Yeah, you can see it just slightly. I, just I would have loved to seen it from the front. Um, yeah. You know, just to say
1: if you look at that one on the, on our right looking at the screen, and then you look yeah. at the
0: skull, you can yeah. see it kind of sticking out, just hangs out, out of yeah. it, over. So, what do you think? What are your thoughts on that? Um, do you think that could be actually what she looked like? I,
1: really, I, I have no reason to distrust what. They're able, to, they, they know what they're doing. I don't, yeah. I have no reason not to. That's true,
0: that's true. Um, the,
1: her, the, her... the American people don't like. Well, I don't understand it, so it's not true. Is that
0: <laughs> anything? I do like how they've got the hair in a certain way, uh, from that time period. Um, but yeah,
1: okay. strange. that was the only thing to me. She looked a bit modern. I thought she looked like you know, like she got a
0: t shirt on, or she did a lot, she's got a t shirt on. It could be um, some sort of pin pinfall sort of dress, though. I guess yeah. I don't, know. They, they don't know. they don't even know who she was. Then for sure, still. I kind of feel like her eyebrows should have been either thinner or bushier.
1: Yeah, she looks a bit done up.
0: Yeah, yeah, just a she little bit. Up,
1: bit too done up for a dead person.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I think there's been a you know a few um, people bringing this this case forward. Um it was actually um a direct influence on a 2018 novel, The Witch Elm by Tanya French. The case was uh, the topic of the fourth episode of season six web series Buzzfeed Unsolved under the title The Um The Creepy Quandary of Who Put Bella in the Witch Elm. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's been discussed various times. Um and it's a shame that we'll never find out who this Particular woman actually was unfortunately, but That's,
1: yeah. No matter how good the, um you know?
0: yeah. Well, didn't
1: didn't they say they believed it was suffocation though?
0: Yeah, but it's weird. Yeah, and where's
1: the hand? That the hand yeah. part. Sorry, that part doesn't make any sense. I mean, obviously, it could always just be I don't know, some kind of animal got to a hand, took it off a bit, gnawed somewhere left.
0: Yeah. yeah, like I don't know, wild dog. A fox, anything, yeah, 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 there's loads <laughs> of
1: Being a badger, yeah. um, you know, rat runner, you have to be a big rat, yeah,
0: you never know. Rats work, mm. can, can work in pairs, so yeah, I heard. So, yeah, uh, for that one, it still remains unsolved, as um, yeah. a few of the cases on this uh, podcast has. So, and I know you appreciate that one because I could see your face light up when I don't know, is, there,
1: is I think that's the first one where it's one that I was legitimately gonna cover at one point. <laughs> okay. uh, one of my choices, so I have to take it off my list now. Like
0: uh, so, sorry,
1: sorry. <laughs> so, uh,
0: I'll forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> I um I'm like that though. Um you had um uh bloody hell Lizzie Borden. She is actually yeah. on my list. I made notes. So normally uh, I go through Reddit or YouTube and I save either on a notepad or um on a bookmark. On my phone, and then just go through them each week, decide which one I want. And um, this one uh, was requested from one of my friends, um, Andy Marsden, uh, but it was on my list as well. So I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll do it.
1: Nobody's priority clothing is available right now via Facebook and teesprung.com. Use promo KD promo to receive 25%
0: off. That's KD promo with zeros for the O's. But remember that zero is in the place of the O's. I re- I've repeated that twice. Help <laughs> support the
1: channel by buying some sexy ass clothes today. Katie and Kersey merchandise coming soon. We
0: have
1: a generation of Okay, then. So it is my go now, then, isn't it?
0: Indeed. Okay. Um,
1: this. Is well, I wanted to do something different basically this time around. Um, a lot of the time, you know me, I normally like to get all the details, focus on the details too much, yeah. sometimes lose the story. And that, um, this time, I wanted to base, um, look at one particular thing and then a few s- stories based around that that don't have all the details. Two stories, anyway. Um, that will be based around prison breaks, prison escapes.
0: Oh. Like, is that why you were like,
1: oh, yeah, oh, I'll take it back? Thinking about watching a prison break again. Oh, but oh, oh, I shouldn't say that now, though. Actually, oh, take that back, take that back. What doesn't matter? What's your story, Aaron? Okay, fair enough. As soon as I said the word that I was about to watch prison break, I was like, no, 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 I can't say that now. No, no.
0: So, you then speak about the greatest, the great escape instead, or the
1: great escape was one of the ones that was on there. The actual true story behind the great escape. Escape from Alcatraz. The first one that I'm going to cover is the Alcatraz escape. Yeah. Uh So Alca- uh, Alcatraz, that's it,
0: yeah. Alcatraz. 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 It's hard to say. It is.
1: Uh, especially with someone with a tongue this size.
0: Just, just to let you know, I barely know anything like this, so I'm intrigued. Oh, cool.
1: Alcatraz Federal Penitentiary is now... Um, is a now unused maximum security prison located off the shore of San Francisco on the aptly named Alcatraz Island. It was sort of surrounded by bitterly cold and unruly waters that were filled with jagged rocks. Um, Alcatraz, a.k.a. The Rock, if you smell... What The Rock is cooking! He's through, it, and get ready for the fight! I'm going to... Just bring bring it, just bring the story. I'm going to cut that. Was in use from 1934 to 1963 and was believed to be a truly inescapable prison. However, the events of 11th of June 1962 would bring that statement into debate, a debate that is still going strong today and has been the subject of multiple documentaries and even its very own MythBusters episodes. Okay. So oh I do have all the names here, but yeah, I'm not gonna go for all the names. I tell you what. Frank Frank Morris, Alan West, and brothers John and Clarence Anglin were prisoners being held in the aforementioned Alcatraz penitentiary. Uh the guards assumed there was some type of romance going on with them as they all put them in uh, they all put in requests to be moved to four connecting cells. Uh the request was granted. Mistake number one. Prisoners would also be allowed musical instruments and were allowed to play them at certain times, such as
0: accordions. Mistake two. Lastly... I would have loved loved that prison. Excuse me my bank.
1: Lastly, the prisoners were given ample amounts of free time and trust as the guards had such inequivocal faith in the inescapability of Alcatraz Island. Mistake number three. Man,
0: these guys don't know how to run this prison, do they?
1: They had completely They Had complete trust that it was inescapable. They were like, We don't need to, you know, like what they're gonna do, it's swim like in their car. Like, <sighs> yeah. yeah, but the actual reason they requested the initial move to those cells mm. um, was because they'd learned of an unguarded three foot wide utility corridor that was located directly behind those cells. Um, each prisoner had to slowly chisel away the salt damaged concrete from around an air vent in their cells, which led to the corridor. Um because it ran parallel with them mm-hmm. the corridor then led to an unguarded roof area in which they believed they could escape to the harsh waters below. um to do this they used a myriad of tools including a metal spoon that had been soldered uh, soldier soldered
0: S- soldered so- <laughs> not not sold soldiered. Soldiered. So- soldered soldered I can't,
1: it all sounds the same to when I say soldered. it soldered soldered Sol- soldering
0: so, that's soldier that's, gonna, that's soldier, and then there's soldier and then there's shoulder
1: i'm gonna solder that soldier to my shoulder
0: <laughs> yeah that is. that's it that exactly exactly it that's how you would say it it's almost it's
1: almost as bad as when i go to the cinema like i said and i'm gonna go up and ask for my um, ticket and i say can i have four for four four please what wait, wait.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Four
1: Four Four for what four, please. Can I have four for four four please a four fourteen? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I <don't laughs> want four tickets
0: for four yeah. Yeah. four
1: the Marvel film. Oh, f- f- Love and thunder. I can't say it. I can't four four to me it's
0: an ongoing joke. Oh, that that hurts my soul. I couldn't work it out at all. <laughs> <But> anyway. Anyway.
1: <laughs> they did this. Um, fucking it, um, They used a myriad of tools, including uh, yeah, a metal spoon that had been soldered with silver from a dime, an electric drill improvised from a stolen vacuum cleaner motor. They kept their work secret by only doing the noisy stuff during the aforementioned music hour and all the prisoners would be would be permitted to play their instruments. And one of them had an accordion, so he'd be right by them playing as well. Yeah. And, uh, they also hid the work on the vents in their cells by covering them with fake walls that were similar to fool the guys from a distance. Um, the prisoners removed each fan and motor from the air vents and widened the hole. They also created life-size dummies out of paper mache complete with human hair that they had stole from the barber shop.
0: Wow, that's freaky. <laughs> yeah. That that looks like a some sort of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre mask. Yeah, man.
1: Just wanted to cover this, though, man, because you I think it's just cool the amount of ingenuity, the amount of stuff they, you know. Look at that ear. Um,
0: they really, they really designed it well. Yeah, man. They, yeah, <laughs> the yes. oh, shit, yeah, the eyelashes, the hair does look really real, though. Really real.
1: I mean, I suppose that's the one bit that's going to be sticking out from under the cover. Yeah. yeah they put so much work into like, doing all the rest of the bottom and all that, but it's like yeah. if they can see it's not attached to a body. It's already done by then.
0: Someone had some good skills in art, didn't they? Look at that. That's pretty. In- Even got a jawline in there as well. Which is really desperate. <laughs> I mean, should be, though.
1: Um, they also managed to steal more than 50 raincoats over many, many weeks that they had turned into an inflatable raft that they kept on the roof Um, They used a heating process to ensure the raft would be airtight and crafted paddles. Upon escaping, they were able to pump up the raft using a foot pump fashioned from one of the accordions. I feel like I'm missing out there, but basically from that end, so they all managed at one time, they would all get out at the right time Mm. and during the night. And, yes, so we knew that they did this, but they were just never heard from again. Basically, from this point, they just disappeared. Yeah. Um, So the question comes down to... Whether they all escaped or died during the escape, yeah. Um, But then you have to. What were you going to
0: say? I think I remember seeing the film. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. I think there's a film with Clint Eastwood in it. If I remember rightly, and I can't remember what happens. If I'm honest,
1: (laughs) is it not The Rock? The film. I know there's a film called The
0: Rock. Um, Sean Connery actually. Though I literally think it's just called. Es- escape, oh. um, oh, uh, escape from Alcatraz of all things. Yeah, I think I saw that pop up when I was searching for this. Um,
1: um There was a lot of yeah. sightings in different places of them as well, so that might be covered in there too.
0: I think they, I think they pretend that they drowned, or they do get away, but they just they just figure oh they've drowned, and they just they trust them enough to drown. Yeah, <laughs> they're like
1: bye. I I think. I think that I reckon that they did escape.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But the question is, though, if all that happened or, you know, if they all either escaped or they all either died, Hmm. then how do we know so much about the escape plan and how they did it? That's because one of the escapees, Alan West, who was involved in the whole plan, was left behind because he was not able to escape his cell. We have an example right now, Alan, of a fucking idiot. Go for it. He had made the hole in his cell like the others and been onto the roof many times. He'd already been out of his cell. His problems occurred when he started having issues with his fake wall that was hiding the hole from the guards. Um, so what they decided to do was they, they held the wall in place because it kept slipping down and bonded it to the wall with cement, which, shockingly, did too good of a job. Wow. By the time Wes was able to chip away at the cement, the others had already long gone with the raft and he knew it would only be a matter of time. Obviously, <laughs> the FBI started investigation into the escape that lasted from 1962 to December 1979 um, and was eventually closed with no conclusive outcome. Um, this is why I think that they got away because there's been no evidence whatsoever that points to the success or failure of the plan. There's no evidence at all.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: it, tiny things.
0: It kind of reminds me of a, very, a bit different, but you know the uh the old db cooper case where um there's no evidence that he's dead but there's no evidence that he's alive either
1: yeah but i mean at the same time though that was over a jungle and the jungle doesn't push you to shore
0: it's true but they could have they could have drowned
1: and unless he was like a um dv cooper unless he was like a master paratrooper you know it wasn't something like with the lowness they were at and the speed of something it would have been like
0: yeah it would have scooper. been with within the trees mm-hmm. and all that stuff but yeah
1: it was, um there were suspected photos of the men but these are never substantiated of people oh. saying oh these look like them you know but you never know the photos yeah. were great, back then anyway no um but no bodies or rafts or anything were ever recovered there was little bits of rubbish i heard at one point but either way um, there was no bodies, so it's just how it works, they would get washed to the shore, yeah. generally. Um, in 2013, um, one of the apparent escapees, John Anglin, apparently sent a letter to the FBI that confirmed they did survive and continue to live on to an old age in America, confirming that all the others had since died from natural means, and he was now 83 with terminal cancer, um, hence why he was telling them. Um, We don't know if it was him or we don't know anything because the FBI never followed up on the letter writer at all, never made any official statement on the matter.
0: I suppose they were like, ah, he's 80 now. We trust him enough again. Yeah. We're very trustworthy people in this story. I yeah. mean, that's
1: basically, that's basically the story. I feel like I've missed some out there. But no, that's The fact they built that rafter is the crazy part. I okay. think. they built a fucking inflatable raft yeah. and turned an accordion
0: into a pump. That that's amazing. A, a foot pump, is brilliant. I mean, I've got a a um, uh, blow up bed, um, and there's a foot pump with it, and it it does go, you know, like an like an accordion. Yeah, you, you can imagine it. Yeah. I, just thinking about that in my mind now, I'm just like. That is really, really well, such a such a genius idea. Yeah. So props to them. And
1: just taking advantage of everything as well, you know, they took advantage okay. of the free time they had, took advantage of the fact that they let them move south, took advantage of the music, yeah. And the raincoats as well, I guess, they weren't kept very well. But that is nothing compared to the second do. So that was one yeah. that was a group of four people or three in the end, escaping together once uh, in an inescapable prison. But now let me introduce you to the man who is referred to as the Japanese Houdini, Mr. Yoshi Shiratori.
0: Wow, you pr- you practiced that name, didn't you? Yeah. You did that really well. <laughs> yeah, a little bit.
1: <laughs> so there's a reason that Yoshi Shiratori uh, was named after the most famous escape artist in the world. Yoshi was born on July 31st, 1907, at the time of the Meiji era. Apparently, this was a time in Japan notorious for its harsh prison harsh prison conditions. Shiratori was found guilty of robbery and murder and sentenced to Elmuri Prison. Never really got any details on the murder.
0: Did you say the Elmuri Prison? Or Elmuri?
1: Oh, yeah. I, I realise I've written these out phonetically. So, Elmuri. <laughs> I thought he said Elmuri's Al- Al- got, oh, lads, I've got a prison. I have written it as Elmuri. <laughs> it must be Al Mure. That's brilliant. There were very few details about this time in his life yeah. and robberies surrounding it all. However, he would only serve three years of his sen- of his intended sentence. This was the first of a number of escapes that would lead him to being known um in Japanese pop culture as a famous anti-hero type character with mangas and statues based on his life. Hmm. Hmm? He got, you know, like um word, you know, when they Just like a legend? (laughs) A bit of a local hero, yeah, local legend. Um, One day his guard brought him a bucket of water to wash with, as was the norm for the last three years. As he looked into the water, he noticed a tiny piece of metal wire at the bottom of the bucket. He took it out, and when no one one was looking, he would slowly teach himself how to pick locks, because he couldn't do it, he couldn't pick locks, but he had Mm. plenty of time. Um, Eventually he got good enough that he was able to pick his lock and escaped they don't really give any more details than that at this point but just got out yes so escape number one he then managed to evade the law for a number of years but as he was unable to work poverty was a big issue for him in this time he returned to crime which ended up being his downfall as he was arrested again after stealing some surplus 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 supplies from a hospital um in 1936 he was sentenced to life in akita prison bit harsh i thought for that but i suppose it's already because he escaped Uh, once
0: yeah i suppose because he's just not a very good boy they're like you've committed so many crimes now you're going away for life yeah Uh,
1: he would instantly start trying to come up with an escape plan as soon as he was put in the cell this time Mm -hmm. Um, the cell he was in was narrow with very tall um smooth stone walls so just a very narrow um you know like plain stone walls yeah literally just a bit of a dungeon-y looking thing, you know, uh, just now one. Yeah. After pacing around for a while, trying to look around at his, um, at his environment, trying to figure out something he can do, he gave up and eventually lay down on his crappy bed, and this was when he came with the inspiration for his second escape, mm. one more badass than the last. He had noticed an air vent on the ceiling, which, as he knew, must lead to somewhere. He spent all of his time in the key to figuring out the best way to get up to it. Um, he eventually realised he would have to perfect a technique to allow him to scale the walls while keeping his hands free. But once again, he had nothing but time to learn. He was able to make it up, and after falling very times, he was able to stay there long enough to remove all the screw all the screws, and then escape through the hole. He forced himself through a horr- horrifically cramped vent until he got to a vent that um, an exit vent that led outside. He had no idea what was lying on the other side of the vent, other than it was outside, but he couldn't hear anything. So he took a deep breath, jumped out, ran across the prison, gar- uh, prison yard, got to the fence, got to, jumped over it and just bolted.
0: <laughs> Fair enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, it worked. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I hope he was a fast runner. It seems like he was.
1: Apparently so, man, because yeah. he got out again. He was living free, um, having the same issues as before, being broken yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind uh, of, a, I mean, I don't understand it if it was only for people had escaped, but it's not, you see that. Yeah,
0: life, you, too. Even when,
1: you too. And 1907, upon the same it wasn't all fair. I don't blame him. I think I'd be doing the same things.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like you said, it sounded a bit um, corrupt as well. I mean, I, I think that um, prison sentence they handed to him, I know he is a bit of a, of a naughty boy is a bit of trouble but he didn't deserve a life sentence for the crime that he committed that like the second yeah. the second one
1: yeah i mean uh, he did kind of kill someone before that though
0: murder but didn't he serve his time for that though no he only served three years okay and so in the third year he escaped that's right so yeah fair
1: yeah but it doesn't really say you know like they had life before so that's yeah. why he had life after
0: They didn't really say
1: how long his actual first conviction was. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was the same thing that a lot of said. He couldn't get a job, couldn't seek out family and friends, and he was becoming desperate. He remembered a prison guard from the prison he just escaped from, Akita, um, that was always nice to him and would give him extra food, talk to him, treat him like a person. And he decided he had no other options uh, other than to reach out to him, who surprisingly took him in. Really? Um, Yeah. Fed, well, him, t- fed him, fed him, kept him in there, kept him warm, talked for a while. Doesn't say how long for. I'm guessing yep. a couple of days because at one point apparently he just stopped looking Shiratori in the eye. There was a knock on the door, and prison guards had turned up, and he turned him in after all. So this time he was sent to Abbey Shui Prison.
0: Yeah, somewhere.
1: In fact, this is about prison, bar. This is about. This is a boot. <laughs> <laughs> this was said to be the most dangerous prison in the country. The house all of the most da- most violent and dangerous criminals from all over Japan, got to with there. His new cell was even more bare and didn't even have an air vent, most likely due to telling the traitor prison guard about his last last escape. Hmm. However, Shiratori was already planning his third, and arguably, in my opinion, the coolest escape. Yes, for well, the coolest escape out of them all. Okay. Yes, yeah, so for every meal, the prison would serve the inmates a bowl of salty miso soup. Mm-hmm. Ooh, um, nice. Well, Shiratul did nothing, so he would eat the minimum he needed to keep up his strength. And then what he would do is he would spit the rest onto his handcuffs and onto the doorframe. Oh. Over and over and over and Corrode. over again.
0: Corrode it. Nothing,
1: nothing but time. Because yeah. salt, water, salt water doesn't cause rust, but it can greatly increase the time it takes, especially in dark human conditions such as the prison he was in. It would take a very long time, but once again, yeah, so he was able to eventually do it enough that he was able to snap his handcuffs yeah. loose and widen the food hatch on his door enough. Um And now all he needed to do was wait for the perfect time.
0: Yeah.
1: So how ridiculously crazy is that, first of all? I love that.
0: Like, Yeah. This guy is brilliant. I know he committed murder. Um, I know he's done some crimes, but that is... The kind infinite. of love it.
1: Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm choosing to assume he was... He was falsely um, accused of that murder.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, we'll, we'll think that of this I'm, of I'm choosing that, that yeah. He's very clever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, I've never heard of anything like that before, so, wow. Uh, it's all but, I can say. But... So
1: 1944 came around and it was a wartime blackout throughout the prison, so this was the time he was waiting for. Yeah. Um, he managed to open the hole a bit further, but not as large as he'd hoped, uh, but he knew he had to go so he ran himself through with all his force apparently causing him to just get a couple of crits on him and badly dislocate his right shoulder in the meantime in the process um, but he was able to get through and was able to escape prison again so third time he escaped fortunately this time he was still not able to evade the police for long because he can escape but he can't fucking stay out
0: that's not annoying
1: uh, he was arrested again sent to another prison doesn't say which one um, he was now given a death sentence due to his many escapes over the years. Placed in a specific, in a specific, specially designed cell on the ground floor that was designed to be impossible to escape through the air vent because there wasn't one. There was also six armed guards watching over him at all times, 24 hours a day, outside of his cell. The prison was so confident in his cell design and the procedures surrounding it that it didn't even bother handcuffing him this time. After surveying himself, Shiratori, now an old man, realised the planks of wood on the floor could be removed. (laughs) Uh, So They seem to have forgotten about the most basic prison escape attempt.
0: Yes, under Um, the floor.
1: Yeah, he realised his only option was to dig a tunnel, something that was hard for him now because he was quite in advantage by this point. I think they said he's 70s, I'm not sure. But he used his food bowl, so they gave him a food bowl each time. I don't know if they didn't think about why he was covered in dirt. But, you know. <laughs> He's going to use
0: it as a shovel, isn't he? Huh? He's going to use it as a shovel.
1: Yeah, use it as a shovel. Brilliant. He would eventually dig the hole large enough that he was able to escape the prison for a fourth. And most important time, this was literally a matter of life and death for him. So it worked, you know, they just never noticed he was able to be smart enough and get the
0: I fuck mean- out again. He was either going to be, you know, he was going to be put to death or he was going to die of old age in there. Exactly. So, yeah, fair. Uh,
1: yeah. So um, he managed to get out for the fourth time, man. And this time, you're pretty. I'm guessing you would like me to say, this time the police yeah. did not catch him up. Nothing happened. But I can't say that. Okay. Because now, um, after a year of freedom, he defended another policeman in the street after he had offered him a cigarette he had decided after the last one he was never going to trust another um policeman or prison guard again but apparently decided against this after he gave him a cigarette because of uh, it being in wartime yeah. um they, it was super expensive cigarettes were
0: yeah so he
1: sat down I, in hell
0: he'd just go yeah. without one one you? You'd just be like i don't i know you used you do you smoke or used to smoke, used to smoke didn't you? Oh, used uh, so. You'd be like, oh, if I'm not going to trust that person, and if it's a matter of me getting caught or having this cigarette, you'd be like, no, no cigarette for me today.
1: Or maybe, wild idea, have the cigarette. Yep. Don't have a conversation about how you escaped prison four times. Yeah,
0: and maybe just walk away after
1: you get the cigarette. All right, mate, yeah, could I borrow, can borrow have a cigarette? The... Yeah, you know. However, just like the last time, the policeman turned him in and he was arrested, arrested for a fifth and final time. However, Possibly due to his advanced age or just sheer respect for the man's determination, um, Shiratori. He was given special treatment during his final incarceration. He had his death sentence removed and got to pick, got to pick the prison of his choice. He chose a nice, relaxed one in um, Tokyo, I believe it was. Because he was just like, I don't want, I, I, I'm done.
0: Yeah, fair. He's uh, not going to try that again.
1: No, he, he was, uh, sure. he wasn't. Or was he? Oh. Because he did leave prison for another time, but no, he did not escape, because after some time, he was eventually granted parole, and he got to live out the last 10 years of his life as a truly free man in Tokyo. Fair. And
0: that was the story of Shiratori. Oh, man. How old was he when he died? Like, 80 was he born 1907 or something like that wasn't it
1: 1907 that's the one and died 1979 so so 72 it was 72 when he died so 62 and he got out and probably so it must be like 55 or between yeah. 55 and 62 when he was like digging out from that place i guess and yeah like wow uh there's a memorial to him in mm. the abashiri prison museum okay any other No, there's really. If you look at the Wikipedia, there's fuck all information on Wikipedia about him.
0: Really? I've never heard of this before. So I can't believe it was that many attempts for him to get out, and he he didn't stay out. That's what annoys me. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh fuck it. I guess we're done in that case. Then
0: we are.
1: Uh, We are all good, my man.
0: We are. That's. We're up up to number twelve. So um, twelve weeks of uh, man listening and hearing well, i can't uh, wait for you yeah
1: don't sh- hey this is your big one oh cool it is
0: i know why can't i do that there we go <laughs> one, oh. uh, it's that one isn't it oh, i don't know fuck it um yeah that is it that's that's us Still <laughs> trying to figure that out <laughs> that's it. look like
1: it yeah. Dudley brother. <laughs> <laughs> Um I was going to say as well, you more, you should just come on to um the in your house sometime as well cuz we could just chat about anything then.
0: Yeah man, no that that would be cool. I'm happy to yeah. uh, happy to do that. So just just let me know. Do you want to do a quick quick outro? Can do if you want.
1: <laughs> oh we need to do the um uh, thing gonna...
0: Yeah, you were... Yeah, so uh... that is
1: that is it then for episode twelve, which means it's it for the first half of the season because we are at the mid-season finale. We're done. Correct. We're done. We're through. Well, we're, we're not completely. We're halfway through of the first
0: Good. Good. marathon. Well, we will be back very soon. So we will be back with a spooky sp- uh, spooky picks up. We will. And if you do watch or listen to this podcast, me and KD will just like to thank you very much for doing so. Have we will
1: okay. thank you very much everyone goodbye bye yeah. <laughs> <laughs> peace